On this week's episode of Behind the Meat Curtains, it's a continuation of our conversation with Patterson, Malcolm, Alicia, Portia, Green, and Caleb. We talk about what it's like dating someone when you work at a strip club, whether or not you would want your kids to dance, and what's the hardest part of the job, plus some advice on people who want to become strippers. All of that and other things, I'm sure, on this week's episode of Behind the Meat Curtains. Yeah. I think we're talking about like really polarized, like support or not support too. And I've I know that you guys get this way more than I did even, but it just feels like if someone finds out that you work in that environment at all, everyone has a fucking opinion. Yeah. Right. Now that's the yes. conversation. And their opinion, whether good hearted or not, is still based off fucking nothing. Right. So it's just a kind of a mind-numbing interaction, you know? Even, like, dating is, like, for me, like, when I'm dating, I don't, like, say I'm a dancer right away because there is a whole stigma around it. So you kind of have to, like, feel people out because it's not something you want to say straight off the bat because when you do... People will start treating you differently right away. And it's well, like, yeah. no, you have to get to know me first before that you know what I do. Because you're going to have a different view of me regardless. The timing's got to be dancer, weird. Like, yeah, like yeah. If, if you say it right up front, then maybe the guy's dating you because he because like thinks that. he's into that. Well, yeah, it's always fun. But if you wait too long, It's you always know? fun to d- date a stripper, right? Or it's like, oh, yeah, I'm dating a stripper. It's just like, it's just, we have our own little category, and I hate and, that. And then, once, yeah. once it gets serious, and it's past the honeymoon phase. Once you get past the honeymoon phase, it's weird because it's like, that's one thing that will attract guys to us is like, oh, you're a dancer. And then after a while, it'll like make them start to despise us uh-huh. or mistreat us or, or whatever. Insecure, yeah, super insecure, you know? And so it's like, it's very weird how like, that's what attracted you to me. But now like you're all of a sudden, yeah, despising so, me for it. So what is that? I mean, it must've happened more than once. What does that conversation go down of like, Okay, so you know, uh, I told you I work in a bar, and you think I'm a bartender, but so I would say, like, I would say, my experience, I would say, 100% of the time, like, the guy will say they're totally cool with it. Oh, they, that's uh, cool. Like they support it, but no, but it's like there's a catch though. They don't really. They're oh, really actually, no, I they wanna... will never admit. A guy will like, I, I don't know if it's the guy, type of guys I date, but they will never admit that they feel insecure about it. But then they act insecure in ways that is very obvious. Right. It's like, okay, this right. is not a double-edged sword, though. You're not getting paid for hanging out with those girls. So, you know It what really I mean? comes into, it plays into the, like, um, um, being faithful thing. It's like, yeah. as dancers, because like we go dance or... and we dance for men and they pay us money, they feel like, okay, well, that gives me the gateway the to yeah, talk, to, to do this and that. And it's, like, not the same. Like, yeah, you cannot compare us at home. All of you girls. For me, the least horny I am is when I fucking leave that place. <laughs> that <was laughs> no, I'm for real. Like, yeah. you better strike my hair and tell me I'm beautiful when I get home. I don't, I don't want, want no see, dick. I don't want. I don't want any of that. Just tell me I'm like the best thing you've ever seen, and just feed me, and I want to sleep. I want to take <laughs> a shower and wash this because, makeup off my face. Mm-hmm. I just want to relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to get but down and get busy worst, after like, I've been dancing yes, on dates no, all night. Not like that, but like. Yeah. No, it's like the least horny. It's just like you have to like put on this like persona yeah. all night long and it's exhausting it's like mm-hmm. mentally and physically exhausting and so yeah in the night it's just like 
I just want to, like, shit in the shower. Like, you might catch me on a good night. You might catch me on a good night. I'll be like, hey, what's up? You know? And these customers be thinking way horny in our dances. It's like, you better sit your ass down. Like, they'll be like, do you like that? It's just like, no, I don't. Just pay me, fool. That's that's I'm not, like, literally, like, horny getting so wet in this dance. No, that's not happening right now. That's that dumb. But you have to, like, sell the dream, you know? That's that dumb guy, like, hormonal optimism that they've just given someone hundreds of dollars and still don't connect the dots that that's why this person is talking to them. They're still like, nah, she's into me, bro. She's a total nympho. That's my love language right there. Fuck you, pay me. I've been drunk in Portland and I got like an hour with a girl and I was like in love and she's like, yeah, I would love to hang out with you. I'm like, really? And I've been in the industry for like 14 years Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, oh my gosh, she really likes me. I'm like, she never, she never called me to like hang out and get coffee, <laughs> <laughs> and that's me. Like I mean, I just. But so you still talk it. about it like it's a good night, and so I that's what it was. It was, was a fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. memorable. You never forget it. Yeah, I know. She was beautiful. Yeah. You just have to know what you're buying. You never to there you go. <laughs> Worth the money. Addressing the other side, um, I, I'm a person who's a total open book. Everyone knows what I do. Everyone I work with, um, just because it's simpler that way. Um, Dating is a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. That, that's the immediate, my immediate and first reflex is dating as a bouncer is a goddamn nightmare. I bet. I did, I did not even know that. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, here I was thinking that we had a bad. Maybe. Yeah. I, think, I think in the how grand it, like, scheme of things. How do you tell, like, a girl, like, yeah, I see naked women all night. Like, how does that work out for them? In the grand scheme of things, I think you guys probably still have it worse, worse. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Everyone assumes that it's a like a very sexual work environment like that it's not just a huge work. fucking orgy yeah. like every yeah right. yeah and it's Behind super not so it's like so i would different. always it's so different i'm like i'm yeah. sorry i'm so tired after coming home we you know we had to have our orgy before we left work and i am just exhausted <laughs> it takes so long i thought the club was at 2 yeah yeah i've never i've never gotten a boner in the last year, I worked at <laughs> Stars. In the last at work. year, that's it. That, well, in the last way I worked. I mean, I'm I'm only worked there a year. So, <laughs> are we talking? I'm just saying. Like, that must up, make like, it hard, though. Sexual, it's not a sexual thing at all. It yeah. really it's is. Not, it's, not. It, it's so not. It's I would, not. It, it, I would always work, explain it's just, like, it. Everyone's just like. When the fuck are we getting out of here? Yeah. Money? Like, let's, let's Where's the money at? Money. Let's go. I would, so I would always like try to no use the anecdote. Uh, sorry, no yeah. No, I have a question for like the bouncers. So that does that um, does that make it like harder? Because just like you said, you haven't gotten a boner in a year. And then no, but phrase your question carefully. You haven't gotten a boner in a year, so but you see girls that are like you know like well put together women, and you see yeah. them get naked, and you see them seduce every day. So like. Does that make it like ten times harder for your partner to get you, or do you dip, like separate that completely? Hundred percent different. Yeah, it's different. that is a good question. Also, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was just that, that was interesting. I'm like, damn. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just me though. I, honestly, it is hundred percent different. But you're like, damn. I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking for pressure. I'm like, I, honestly, I don't know if I should be doing this job, truthfully, because sometimes I don't know if I. I'm, I'm looking for predators. I'm looking for bad bad guys. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess that's you're not. I'm, really I'm watching men's it. hands. I might be the creepiest guy in there, just <laughs> watching guys' hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really the like the keystone part of it is like you want a real test of a relationship. Let me tell you, uh, you can watch your relationship dissolve in months. Oh no, yeah. for real. Like I, no, for real. I started bouncing, and within three months, I was single. 
yeah. after six years. Have any of you had used the same strategy as the girls where you're, you're like, okay, it, we're a few weeks into it. Now I'm going to tell you that I'm a bouncer. Are you pretty much open about it like from the gate? I've always been open about it. I've never done that. That's yeah. not been my thing. I don't know. I'm just, first of all, I'm a terrible liar. So, like, I'm really bad at lying. So, I've never been that type. Like, I've never had that. And then, honestly, I just feel like either this is me, take it, or you leave it. And I have, like, a no policy for bullshit. So, once you try to swing that, oh, well, you're dancing on me, it's like, okay, well, I'm done. Like, I have, like, no tolerance. Like, I'm not doing that. I imagine because... you going into the relationship going, okay, first of all, I'm not a stripper, okay? No. <laughs> yeah, just be... And then nine times out of ten, anyone I meet already knows that about me. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that's like I can easily hide, you know. Right. So it's just I'm just like, look, this is what it is. And then it's like, how do you explain to somebody if I'm up till two thirty a.m. every night? You know what I mean? What am I going to run outside every time he tries to call me? Like but I can't. Do I it. bartend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it. that's, yeah. that's, that's my go-to. So like, I will say I bartend if people ask me what I do. Because you can't, you just cannot say that you're dancing right away. I, I think can't. in a casual. I tell all my daughters, um, the friend, the moms mm. of like my daughter's friends, I tell them all I bartend. That's one, that's one great. Like, I don't, I'm like, okay, we're not yeah, ready for this, you know? know? Hell no. So I'll be I like, have I'm a bartender. Call me all the time. They're like, hey, this person applied and said that they were a waitress or a bartender at <laughs> the club. And I'm like, depending if I like them or not, I'm like, no, she's definitely a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I just had on my live ask me like what the worst part of dancing is so um what's the worst part yeah or i would say my least favorite part i'm not gonna say the worst part mm, come back to me i'm gonna think about it okay. you put me on the spot mm. as i've said to other people before we're not having a test afterwards so you can <laughs> it doesn't have to be absolutely the worst it can just okay, be the story think, that comes to the top I of your head my money without a machine damn <laughs> <laughs> oh man you have it rough Okay, for me, I think the worst part, not necessarily the worst part, but it's like, because we do sell this dream, and like you said, some people, they legit, like, really, like, like you, or there's, like, a lot of people that are very, like, lonely, and I'm just, like, um, an empathetic person, naturally, mm -hmm. and so, it's like, I know this is my job, so I'm hustling you, but I know, like, I feel bad at the same yeah, time. it's like I feel bad, contemplated, but at the end yeah. of the day, like I still have to get my bag, so I'm yeah. gonna still do it. But it's kind of sad because it'd be like really lonely people. Like if you listen to some of their stories, it's really it's sad. sad. Oh, yeah. It's but sad, like, they, you know. They give up the bag, so but it's, it's like it's sad, but at the same time, like I know I'm giving that little bit of joy, but I know that's all I can give. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like very contemplating. It's an interesting in relationship, like, right? Because yeah. they come so in into the position, yeah. yeah, they come into the place knowing what the deal is yeah but as soon as they get in they forget what the deal is yeah, i want to be like baby you know right. okay baby mesmerized that, i mean i've said it before I, I think that whole place is just a testament to the truly bizarre lengths men will go to to just not go see a therapist you know like that's why this industry exists i agree as um a brand new baby dancer and um somebody who hasn't really like experienced too much in the strip club industry and also being an empath um the hardest part for me or the most um unsavory part i guess is being very empathetic and having no hustle at all like i am way too um sensitive to people who get emotionally invested and then waste my fucking time 
they come in here like they're shopping for a girlfriend and they're like oh I love your vibe you're so sweet I need your number like I need to get a hold of you out of here and they haven't given me a fucking dime uh, yes, and Captain. I am over here trying to like I try to be as upfront as possible like hey I'm really sorry like you're very sweet but I am working this this is I don't come shopping for boyfriends here I come it's... here to work I believe I believe that you'll grow out of it I will say like when we, when I first started dancing I was very much the same way I was very yeah. oh sympathetic I'm like oh okay well whatever let me sit and talk to you but now I'm like okay well we can talk but you still need to pay me right. like I don't worry your money. heart will yeah. harden to the world it, that's what happens I'm <laughs> telling you I'm listening I'm like dang that used to be me you know but I think what it, it turned my heart like cold with it because I would sit down and talk to these people for 30 45 minutes and he's like oh this and that and my life story and then I'll be like, you want to dance? And they're like, no, not right now. And then two seconds, like maybe if I leave 10 minutes later, some girl walks up like a vet will walk up to him. And then boom, she's back in the dance section. I'm like, what? So it like turned my heart. Like I was like, oh no. So I'm, I'll be empathetic, but I still need to get paid. Like right. you'll grow. I'm telling you, it's going to develop and it's, it'll hit you. It's going to hit. It's going to work out. Do you guys have a way to decompress at the end of the night? Like when you go home, is there something? Me and Parsha eat edibles. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but... Um... We here at Behind the Meat Curtains do not endorse the <laughs> consumption of... Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. None of that. <laughs> I don't fucking... <laughs> I'm pretty sure we explicitly do. <laughs> Hell yeah, weed's um, fun. Do drugs. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, guess... I'm trying to find sponsors. Though. Decompressing? I think oh, we do shit, that a sorry. lot, like, in the locker room. Like, that's <laughs> one funny thing, and one thing I do love about the club is, like, at the end of the night, if you are ever in uh, the dancer's locker room, at the end of the night, you hear all this crazy stuff, and we all share stories we vent. That's one cool part about, like, dancing, and even if maybe you're on a new club, and you don't know too many girls, or maybe you don't get along with that many girls at the club, we all share that same... War bond. Um, yeah, at the end of the night, and it's like the stuff you hear in the dressing room at the end of the night. It's wild. Like it's and like. That's, a- <laughs> that's how it is at the front of the house too. Like I mean, we, you know, the bouncers and the wait staff, and like that's the best part about working there. It's like you get through that shift just to sit there and just vent and joke and just. Just it's like you could be the craziest night, and then you all at the end you just digress, and yeah. it's just it's kind of funny to have that mutual. Bond. It's, oh, very, it's like a bond. Yeah, so very I'm cathartic. In the dressing room, so I love that that's, that's like that in the dressing room. It's like a way for everybody to kind of connect in their own way. Yeah. So I was. I have a friend who uh, used to be a dancer, and we were talking the other day, and her friend, her friend's daughter was going to be a dancer, and she had conflicted feelings about that. She, I mean, she, had, she has nothing bad to say about the years that she danced, but she still didn't really want her friend's daughter going into it, mm-hmm. which I obviously found fascinating. I, so that's the beginning of a question for you guys. How would you feel if sister, daughter, whatever, decided to become a dancer? Would you endorse it? Would you say no? Like, how, how would you feel about it? I think that I think that it depends on their personality. Like, oh, that's good. Uh, fresh out of high school, my best friend started dancing in Portland, and she is the sweetest, most naive person I have ever. Like, I, <laughs> I was the cog block in high school, being like, "You're a fucking idiot. You're gonna take advantage of my friend, and I don't want you around her." And I was terrified for her life. Yeah. With how like prevalent the red light district is in Portland, I I was worried she was gonna 
go home with somebody and then never be seen again. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, I, I was terrified for her. But she pulled through. She made good money. She was smart enough to, like, know who to stay away from, kind of. Um, <laughs> she ended up getting a husband out of it that I don't approve of. But, you know, shit happens. <laughs> no, um, she could have done that anyway. Right, exactly. He's one of those jealous guys that was like, oh, you're so hot. You're a stripper. Fucking followed her around. And then now that they've got kids, she's like, he holds that over her head, and I think that's like no, toxic. No. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, absolutely disgusting. Um, that's a big one for me, because honestly, I don't even know how to directly answer that, because I think about it all the time. Like, what if, you know, my daughter grows up and she wants to do that, and she's in me? I guess if it came down to it, if it realistically came down to it, I would make sure. I would always support my daughter, but, like, I definitely don't want that for her. I feel like I did it. And it's helped our situation a lot. Like, you know, she's seen a lot of things that a lot of, like, 10-year-olds haven't. But if I, and I've always thought about this. It's so weird that you asked me that question. It's, like, always in the back of my mind. And I'm always, like, if she did, if she absolutely was, like, this is what I'm doing. Because I know that's how I was. Like, this is what I'm doing. Take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. I would just do my best to, like, instill in her all the traits. Like, this Mm -hmm. is what you do. This is what you don't do. I'd rather have her prepared for it. Yeah, I would rather have her prepared for it. And I don't want her to, because I went into dancing, like, blind. I didn't know anything. I had to learn everything I know. It's, like, self-taught down Mm -hmm. to my pole dancing, down to my hustle. Uh Like, it was all self-taught, and it was developed over a long period of time. And I would just rather have that, give her that knowledge so she doesn't have to go through half of the things I went through. You know what I mean? changing and there's yeah. support and there's more. exactly well I feel like as a dancer there's like two paths you can take like you can either make the most of it and like travel and invest and like do really well for yourself but there's also a very dark path that you can take and that is getting stuck and becoming addicted to drugs and stuff like that so if you go down both the path, paths are pretty easy well yeah absolutely and but if you choose the path of like investing and like choosing it as a career and not something that's temporary then that's amazing. But if you go down that path, it's it's not a nice thing. Like I've seen it happen and like girls get stuck. So How about you guys? Um, I think now having worked in the industry, I would you know, it'd be stupid and hypocritical to be like, No, that's absolutely not an option for you mm-hmm. but I would I would be very critical of the the club in yeah, question. I would sure. want to know about the establishment. I would be in that. Because it's I'd be so... Like, I gotta go and yeah. check it let out. Let me see. I'd be in there like... Let me see what's yeah. going on. I'd be in there grilling the security guys. Like, <laughs> let me fight. I'd be interviewing sure. them. You're just gonna like, get a job there, though. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that would be... A, that'd Main be a weird security, thing, let's go. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's that... I would want to know, you know, the state, the, the county, the laws. Like, it's so different everywhere. There are places I would say, yeah, fuck no. And... There are like this, oh, like this club. Honestly, is pretty good, all in all. You know, either one of you. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with him. I, although we're talking family member, and is that what you're saying, daughter, son? Right. Yeah. yeah, it's worth mentioning that I do not have any children, so this is very way. hypothetical. Yeah. I don't yeah, have I'm, too I'm, much. I'm, I'll be honest; I'm probably not a big fan of it. Yeah. But I just. You would beat the shit. It's not great, but explain it. I'll just talk to somebody. I know. You would get in way too many fights there. I was. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. It would be weird. It would be weird for sure. Weird vibe. You know what I meant, though. 
<laughs> no, you're a weirdo. You're a weirdo now. We all know it. Everybody knows. <laughs> still weird. Still weird. Still weird. I feel like it's such a weird yeah. balance because it's like it's it's great, like the lifestyle and the freedom and everything like that. But it's just it's just very hard because there's also downsides and upsides. You know what I mean? So I it's think, hard to put someone like, that you love in a position where it's like, can you make the choice? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what kind of person will you be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to put them in that light. You know what I mean? I think sometimes you make the mistake of comparing jobs in your head too, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Are they saying they're choosing stripper over investment manager or stripper mm-hmm, right. over McDonald's? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a, but even there's a if spectrum that is the case, in there. There's no, I feel like that doesn't even really matter though, because you have people who are stripping with like fucking psychology degrees and everything like That's that. True. So it's not even really picking an industry over something else. It's just, can you handle it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess the reason I said that is because I feel like it, it would make a difference if you're saying like, well, this will help her make it to the next step. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a job that you can do forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like say uh, anyone who's in the sport, you know, uh, there's there's a, a, a point at which your body breaks down and, right. and you can't do it anymore. The show I don't know if that's true. I don't know. Well, people, <laughs> people are asking us questions on Porsche's life, so I want to read out one. All right. <laughs> just like overtaken. Yeah. No, no, no I think it's great. I literally just scrolled through and I was like, oh, people are asking us questions. We need hey, an answer. Um, so I guess. <laughs> okay, so two of them. Um, what did they say? Uh, one is, what's your favorite part about being a dancer? And then another is, how do you find inspiration for your music selection? Okay. Oh, we haven't okay. had that one yet. That's a good one. And then we I have do, another we one. We do need a DJ on here at some point. Yeah. Um, I, I think. Mean, shout out to Haas. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> we always joke about that. That's our favorite. <laughs> yes, that was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love it. We love it. We're here for it. But I don't know. I mean, I guess everybody's favorite part about being a dancer easily is the money. The break. Right. Yeah. The money. That's yeah. definitely easy. Yes. But I already I, knew I the answer to this question. But <laughs> I think it, like, other than that, um... I would say my favorite aspect about being a dancer is just delivering such a divine service. Like it's such a unique service that you deliver and you give. And, um, and it's almost fulfilling, you know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, people that come in, like I said earlier, is like lonely. Like they don't have anybody and they come and they're so happy when they're with us. And it's like, granted, yeah, we're getting paid for it. But (laughs) at the same time, we're still delivering that. I don't know that service and it's like it's a very unique especially when you're successful at it like there's some girls that do it and they they don't have that finesse and so to be able to have it and once you get it it's like we don't it doesn't happen overnight it doesn't happen when you first dance but once you get it it's like a fulfilling feeling like your first rack my first rack out night I'll never forget like I remember his name his job (laughs) where he was from what he was wearing the first time I made a thousand dollars in the club like, I literally, I'll never forget Richard from Texas. He was an engineer. And he had a powder blue uh, Ralph Lauren pull on with, like, some Adidas. <laughs> and you know what? That's all he ever wanted was yeah. for you to remember him. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, it's, it's just, it's very fulfilling. And it's, mm-hmm. it's fulfilling in its own unique way. So I took a year off dancing for, like, the whole year of 2022. 
and I started back dancing in like February of this year and I was I got on stage and I was like oh my fucking god this is what I've been missing like it just like gave me this feeling like I'm like this is what the shit's like I miss this I've heard that before too I really really missed it yeah so it's just it's not addictive but I would say it's just like ingrained in me it's definitely addictive this is what I fucking miss like yeah it's just like empowering and just yeah, it's I do. Unexplainable, really. I love all that. Yeah. And I want. I want. Um, for any advice that you have for like new dancers mm-hmm. that go on stage that are like feeling insecure, like mm-hmm. feeling you know scared, like any advice that you can have for them. So like in a lot of my clubs in Portland, after yeah, I she's sitting right here. But <laughs> after yeah. my after I like established my vet status, I'll say she's crushing it by the as way. As a vet, definitely. <laughs> Um, after I established my status as a vet, like I would always, I was that dancer because I have had like those weirdo customers that they prey on baby strippers because they know certain things are going to fly. And so like I was that dancer, I would tell all the new girls, I'm like, check this out. I had my spiel, you know, I'd be like, don't be afraid to ask for dances. Like that's what we're here for. This is your job. Never be afraid to ask for a dance. Because I used to be scared to ask people for dances. Legit. It's like, like a scared of rejection. Yeah, I used to just be scared. Like, I would sit and talk for 30 minutes and not ask for a dance. You know what I mean? Legit, if I had that job, that would be the part that scares me the yeah, most. Yeah. Constantly so asking people. I always try to empower them. Like, knows it a yes. It's still a yes. Yeah. <laughs> I try to empower them. I'm like, first off, never be scared to ask for a dance. Like, that's what we're here for. That's mm-hmm. our job. And then um, one thing I will say for new dancers is... Um, because I didn't really have that clear mind. Like I went to college for something and then like, and now I'm going back to school in the fall for finance for something completely different. You know what I mean? And just, um, I'll say have an exit plan as soon as you start. Like granted, you're probably not going to get it. It's not going to be like super clear, but find it and figure it out Mm -hmm. because we make so much money and it's like, I made so much money that I did not invest Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I did not have an idea of what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? But if you can do that from the gate and start, you'd be that much more successful. And I think like I've been in the game for what, eight years and I probably could have cut that down to like six. Granted, I don't regret anything. But I probably could have cut it down to six and been moving in a different uh, direction in life, you know, just being completely transparent. Um, And if I would have had, like, my plan, you know, now I have, like, I know what I'm about to do within these next three years. But if I would have had that six years ago, Mm -hmm. I don't even know where I would be at at this point. But there's no one to tell us that, you know, when you get into dancing. We're hoping that this is what's... Yeah, I hope so. When you get into dancing, there's no one to be like, okay, this is what you should do. There's no guidance counselor. You know what I mean? There's no no girl to be like, okay, so this is how you do your taxes. This is how you do this, that, the third. It's just Mm -hmm. swim, bitch. You better know how to swim. It's one of the things that I bring up a lot is, is, you know, have an exit strategy. But I always feel self-conscious saying that because we're talking about it as a career too, you know? So I don't want to make it sound like, you know, you should want to get out of this. Mm. But it, it is a career that you can only have for so long. And exactly. in, in any career, you want to be investing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Part of the, the fortunate and unfortunate thing about it is the money is so easy. And it's so easy you can forget that it won't be there for, like, you're not going to constantly be making it forever, you know? Yeah, I don't know if I'd say easy, but fast. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a better way of saying it. I would it. say yeah. keep, your, keep your credit score good. Like, pay up all your debt. Like, use your money wisely. Don't be just going that's, to Chanel and Gucci and buying all your fucking purses. Like, well, that, yeah, that's, have some uh, daddies do that for you, but with the money that you make, invest. Yeah. <laughs> invest. Even if mean. at the beginning the, the investment was is just putting it in the bank and yes. saving it. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's it. And I know people stress it so much, but, like, 
if we could get our get this word through to like even half of the audience that we get today, just invest, invest, mm-hmm. especially with new dancers, save, mm-hmm. save, and and even if you don't know what you're gonna invest in yet, save. Yeah. Like save and be strict on it. Be strict on your income because it's so easy as a dancer. Like you go in, you make fifteen hundred in one night. You're like, oh, I'm gonna go spend four on this. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, like, oh, I'm gonna go do that. I'll make tell, it tomorrow. You could tell a new dancer that like just started making money when they roll up in like a brand new car mm-hmm. or like a brand new lease or like a you know like a nice like a Gucci purse or something. Right. Well, yeah, that's like, a super. Uh, that's like a. That's like an economic like principle i think it's called the marginal propensity to consume yeah, yeah. that your spending habits will stay the same proportionately regardless of your income and so you just gotta you gotta be conscious of your money you gotta you know that's kind of the lottery syndrome it right? is yeah it's like the how most people who win the lottery are broke again in like a fucking year well actually the real thing is is the the spending habits of people who win the lottery don't change. Yeah. So if you saved before, you're probably going to be fine. If yeah. you didn't, then you're not. Yeah, that was that was a tough thing on the man. Like every month around the start of the month, you know, the schedule was competitive, and people coming to me being like, "No, I have to pay rent. Like I have to work." And I'm like, "I like eight people have told me that today. I can only have so much sympathy for." Like, I saw you make $2,000 last week. Where did that go? What did you do? <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> and that's the end of part three. Our theme music is from Tribe of Noise. You can find them at www.tribeofnoise.com. Thanks to our host, Backside Cakes. You can find them at 740 Northeast 3rd Street, Suite 6, Bend, Oregon, 97701. Stop in sometime. You might see us recording. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Prime Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a positive rating. We're a new podcast and would really appreciate the support. And you can find us at www.behindthemeatcurtains.com or write us at info at behindthemeatcurtains.com. Thanks!